Last Friday, of course, we had the, uh, the list of the genealogies uh, of Jesus, and that's hard to preach sometimes. And, uh, you know, I'll give you a little secret. It's also hard to preach on Christmas and on Easter because we're so familiar with the story that, uh, you know, me as a preacher, I don't want to bore people. And the other, uh, the other things that are hard to preach on are the common passages. And, uh, you know, I, I take some comfort, perhaps, that this, while this passage is common and, and maybe even memorized by those who pray evening prayer of the Liturgy of the Hours on a, on a daily or somewhat, somewhat frequent basis, and priests are, and religious are obligated daily, of course, to pray it, that this Magnificat is so hard to say something new, but it's, to those that don't know it, there's something radical here for us to reflect on, and every year, the, I believe this is one of the few times that we even have this reading throughout the church year. And it's a beautiful, this, this profound song of praise, and it occurs on the heels of what we heard yesterday with the visitation. Uh, Elizabeth crying out, Who am I that the mother of my Lord should come be? That sound, at the sound of your... The, at the sound of your greeting, reach my ears, the infant leapt in my womb. Blessed are you who believe what the Lord has spoken would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. And she launches into this beautiful song of praise of, of how God reverses and undoes all the evil of the world and reverses and undoes all the evil thoughts of fallen human hearts. That he raises up the lowly and scatters the proud in their conceit and shows strength of his arm and all these things. She magnifies the Lord. And sometimes we as Catholics get uh, maligned and... and uh, torn apart because they think we uh, divinize, make Mary God. We don't. If anyone thinks Mary is God, uh, I'll, I'll tell you that that's a heresy that's been condemned time and again. But Mary has a unique role in our salvation, of course, and it's this time of year where even those that are most anti-Catholic begin to understand maybe Mary had something kind of important to do with the birth of Jesus. Although we tend to forget about that. I, I joke with wedding, uh, when wedding couples are preparing and planning their wedding, you know, make sure that you honor your mother, I always tell the bride, because you didn't just bring out of your father's loins, like, uh, um, I can't think of her, Athena, out of the loin of Zeus. Your mother had a pretty important role in bringing you into the world. And at the same time, they recognize that they don't want to go too far. And yet this song of praise is Mary's song. And she tells us she needs a Savior. And as we remember on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, she enjoyed her salvation, her Savior, from the first moment of her conception. She still had a savior, so she's not God, but she enjoys salvation already. What a beautiful thing. And she understands because of her ability to say yes, because of her ability to say yes to bear the Son of God, to allow the Holy Spirit to come upon her and overshadow her, to allow her to become 
the Ark of the New Covenant, carrying Jesus Christ in her very womb, being a, literally a walking tabernacle, a walking place of the presence of God, that all generations will call her blessed. There's a nice balance here. Everything that she's saying is, look what he did. Look what God did in my life. And she understands it's God. And at the same time, points us to remembering what God has done. Not only then, but continues to do. In just a few short days, we'll be celebrating the great feast of Christmas again. And if we don't remember the words of Mary as she understood God, her Savior, and understood how God reversed everything, we'll miss everything. And unless we can join her song of praise and magnify the Lord in ourselves, well, so that's so unhuman of us, isn't it? We want to magnify ourselves. We want to make ourselves great. We want to make, our, you know, make a name for ourselves. And I see it time and again, especially here about things that, like in social media, people wanting to be influencers and all these things. I do have to admit, I, somebody uh, was joking the other day, there's a special place in hell for influencers. And I have to admit, I agreed. People that will, will just do whatever it takes to get likes. But Mary reminds us, it's really when we magnify the Lord, when we allow the Lord to work through us like a magnifying lens, where we're so clean and pure and, and clear that that light just shines through. It's then, and only then, that we become great when we allow God to work through us.